Hello and welcome to Hawk Talk, is my Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast, where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. <laughs> my name is Danny Shepard, and joining me as always is my lovable band of goons, starting with Jeremy Lee. Dappin' Doodle. Noel Shefflin. Whoop the bam. Yeah, and and Tony is not here. Tony is uh, working, and... Uh, Tony is actually has an invisible cloak on. Hi, Tony. Yeah. Hey, Tony. How's hey, Tony. it going? Yeah, high five. Tony. He's not giving me a high five. What a bitch. See, that's totally Tony's personality to not Such give me a high Such a Tony thing to do. <laughs> so, um, Missy Tony. Yes. Uh, Tony will be back in the next episode, hopefully. Everything goes out. We've been, we've been pretty good about everybody being on the show lately. Yeah. So uh, we need more guests. We were just a kind of funny live, too. Made a lot of friends. Hopefully we can get more guests out here Hell for yeah. you guys. We know you guys like guests. And uh, are there any guests you'd like to see return? I know we have uh, Hisani. We're already planning on getting him back on. So uh, mm-hmm. it's been a while since we had our boy, boy. back on. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get right to the uh, the nitty gritty here because the I know we potatoes. have uh, the meat and potatoes because I know we have a uh, a lot to talk about. Before uh, actually, before we get started, I just want to say uh, thanks to our friend Dan. He uh, he made us these cool little title cards. Hell yeah! Uh, as a gift for my birthday, which was on the 29th. Uh, so Jeremy's going to cycle these in real quick, and uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. That was that was very nice of you. I'm sure it took a lot of work. So uh, thanks, yeah. Dan. You the man. Thanks, buddy. And uh, Dan the man. Dan the Noel, man. your birthday is actually tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, you'll yeah you're gonna be born tomorrow. Damn. So, and by tomorrow, we literally mean the day after this is posted. So June first. Some Back to the Future shit. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, happy birthday, Noel. Everybody, yeah. make sure to wish Noel happy birthday. And uh, thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs> Yeah. Were you just at my birthday? Yeah. Dude, was dude. it lit? It was pretty lit. Yeah? I traveled three times, actually. Wow. To Kind of Funny, and then now here. Whoa. You should you should travel and get the fuck out of here. If you like the show, <laughs> please support us over on Patreon. Uh, all the Patreon donations help out immensely with us being able to do all the cool stuff that we want to do. Uh, it has helped us get these sweet posters to upgrade our set, and uh, we're actually getting more. And all the cool posters... Jeremy has so many cool posters that are like... Really, like, uh, rare, aren't yeah. they? Are they yeah. uh, They're just sick, you guys. I'm going to get them all tattooed on my back. Together in a <laughs> mural. Yeah, it's going to be really All on messy. top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're able to upgrade basically everything we do because of your support and your donations. So thank mm-hmm. you all so much for always supporting us. Whether And even if you don't have, uh, even if you can't donate to our Patreon, we appreciate you supporting us just by sharing our content and all yep. that, guys. It means so much. It means uh, the world. After being a kind of funny live too, we see like how how I think big our reach is starting to get, and yeah. it's it's insane. It's humbling, man. Yeah, it's insane. Like I did not someone realize. recognize me. I'm like, why do you know who I am? <laughs> I didn't realize that many people would know us. Yeah, there was, yeah, there was a large amount of the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not like a huge. I mean, there was a good amount of people. There was more than we expected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was not expecting that many people. So, uh, and if you're uh, if you were at kind of funny live too, and you're listening to this show. Uh, hopefully we were cool. Uh, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> yeah. we got a chance to meet you. Yeah, it was such a blast. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, anything else? Oh yeah, um, our t-shirts on our District Lines page. Uh, if you guys want to support us even more, we have merch on our District Lines page. Uh, link is in the description below, mm-hmm. and uh, check out some t-shirts. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. jump to the went on Twitter and Facebook and ask what topics everybody wanted us to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, in between. Uh, DC Rebirth, Kind of Funny Live 2, and X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, overwhelmingly, you guys wanted us to discuss issue one of DC Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Which I, I got that for him for his birthday. <laughs> it's true, he did. Uh, so we're going to discuss this, and then we're going to jump into X-Men Apocalypse, and then we're going to talk about our amazing Kind of Funny Live 2 uh, experience. So if you guys want to find out what that is, link is in the description below, or uh, uh, 
the little skip ahead. The skip jump. ahead. <laughs> so just hit the hit link the and jump. you can jump ahead. Uh, cool. So DC Rebirth. The rebirthening. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jeremy just read it like minutes ago. I know. And I've been <laughs> planning to read it. And then since we were going to do this podcast, I was like, I should probably read it right now. <laughs> so I sat down and read it. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Dude. Dude. When, when you, dude. I was, I was. Oh, really quick. It's a spoiler alert. Yeah. There are spoilers yes. for DC Rebirth issue one. This is just spoilers for issue one. Uh, I don't even know if anything else is out yet, but we're just talking about this issue mm-hmm. right now and just like where we think the universe is going to go moving forward. So there yeah. are going to be spoilers for this. There are going to be spoilers for X-Men and there, I guess there will be spoilers for Kind of Funny Live too. So <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for that. So go on. So I did not expect this when, when to be as good as he, as heart wrenching as it was. So as he was reading it, I, w- I got like right behind him as he was laying on the couch, like right here. During, so if you can't see it, this is the part where uh, Wally is trying to communicate to Barry to oh, get him man. to remember him. And he's like, yeah. dude, what the f- what is going on? Yeah. And Just then- that whole speech that uh, Wally gives Barry at the end, too, about how much of an influence he's had mm-hmm. on his life. And how every every yeah. life was a gift. Or yeah. I mean, what? Every second is a gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every second is a gift. Thank you for an amazing life. And as he's being torn apart. By the speed force. By the speed like, force. <laughs> try to wrap your mind around that. He's being torn apart. Yeah, and he says his goodbye. Yeah. And then Barry remembers. Wally? How does that happen? <laughs> All I know is like, this was one of the most touching moments I've read in a comic. Like, I felt I felt the emotion in yep. this in this book more than I have in any other book in a very 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 long time. Like yes. I, I love it. I feel like it's no secret. I've I've said it multiple times over. Wally West was always my favorite Flash. I love that character, mm-hmm. and uh, I was not even expecting him to be back in this issue. I started reading. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder whose voice. Let alone be the main character. Yeah, and then you <laughs> right. see him pop up out of the Speed Force to jump to Batman in the first panel, and you're just like. Oh, I remember reading it. Be like, what? This this Dude, one, Batman is probably just in his back cave, being like, "What, what just is happening?" Happen? Exactly, hey, what, like yeah, in uh, this Batman vs Superman, Superman panel right there. Dude, and he's just I, as soon as he pops up, he's like, "Bruce, I need your help." I was like, "What?" <laughs> what? <laughs> Wally West, and he's in his like, his, he's in his Kid Flash costume. Yeah, uh, look at that cape, man. What a what a cape. Yeah, the artwork in this is is outstanding. So good. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Johns, man. This is like, on the last episode, we were talking about how excited we are for Jeff Johns to be back, uh, to basically be in the reins of the DC yeah. Extended Universe. And this is like film further reassures. Mm-hmm. Further reassures that like this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. Jeff Johns, I mean, I don't think that was ever in dispute that yeah. Jeff Johns gets it. But mm-hmm. this just like reinforces that point lines it up to be like man this was awesome this is the right guy <laughs> I, I i had so much fun reading this book and i have no idea what dc rebirth has in store for us but i know that M- wally west as we know him is back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're talking about three jokers yeah. yeah that was crazy that you're just like what the the, wh- the way i took that but is, they're all real jokers i don't know dude this that panel i was just like Fuck. The panel like where Wally is falling through the speed force. I was like, man, just I want to see this visually done in a movie so bad. Lost in time. <laughs> I love how this was such a Justice League story, but from Wally West's perspective. And I really just, I, I adore it. It was just such a, uh, such a fun 
it touches on all the bases. Yeah, yeah, and it like shows a little bit of each character. Like I mm-hmm. love the Green Arrow and the Black Canary moment where uh, I love the Aquaman and Mira moment mm-hmm. where you see them and they're like, uh, he uh, proposes to her. He proposes yeah. to her. <laughs> it's a surface custom. <laughs> That's awesome. I loved that. I think that the, uh, the 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 standout moment for me was was that moment where Barry and Wally connect. Yeah. yeah. After Pulls the all back. is lost moment with Linda Park. Yeah. Dude, oh, that so end. Good. Okay, so when Jeremy got to the end, <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 skip to the end really quick. Yeah, I still had no Jeremy, clue. like, I was watching him read it. He, like, got to the end panel, and he's, like, flipping back and forth. He's like, what the yeah. fuck? The, yeah. part, the end with uh, Batman in the Batcave. He is in the Batcave, right? Yes, he's in the Batcave. Is, yeah, the yeah. Batcave. Because I was trying to decide, wait, where is he? Yeah, you see his you see his father's letter. You see yeah. uh, the, uh, the Joker the card, card. And you see the dinosaur, which, by the way, leave in the comments, where, the, where does this dinosaur come from? I honestly have no idea. Yeah, Noel, Noel keeps asking me, like, what's the deal with the dinosaur? I'm like, it, it's I feel like it's always been in the Batcave. Every time I've seen since Batman the Animated Series, the giant penny, the bat, the the dinosaur, the the T Rex, mm-hmm. the giant Joker card, and they usually like costumes and little assorted trinkets on display. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just never got it. And then this, and then this <laughs> is the jaw drop moment. Drop the mic, <laughs> right? What is going on, guys? <laughs> We're being watched. So We're if you guys watched. didn't see exactly what that is. Batman is in the Batcave. He sees something. He starts digging around, and then all of a sudden, he he pops a little yellow thing out, and it's the the comedian's pin splashed with a little droplet of blood from the Watchmen. Yep. And you're just like, um, <laughs> I know, like I I know, like D, like we all know that Watchmen is a DC property. Property, yeah, like Watchmen is owned by DC, but as far as I know, they've never Wars. ever crossed have they i mean i don't recall them ever crossing like somebody might know something where they have crossed i wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if they have or crossed like at least past. acknowledged but this is like the first time where i've seen like in a mainstream book where it seems like they're playing up now we we aren't sure who who we think the villain is here a lot of people are speculating dr manhattan it could be but i definitely it's, think it's manhattan you thought it was ozzy right I, yeah i thought it was ozzy mandius uh ozzy osborne yeah, I think Ozzy it's Osborne. Dr. Manhattan, especially with the epilogue. Yeah. The, yeah, the epilogue makes me think it's it's Dr. Manhattan. And like me and Jeremy noticed that time is going backward on that clock. The the clock is being wind back. I didn't even I didn't yeah, even notice so that. It starts out the uh the minute hand starts on the ten, like a little past the ten, then mm-hmm. it goes back oh, crap. down to the nine, and then by the last panel, when you see just the watch. It's eleven forty five. Yep. It's on eleven forty five. So whatever that means. Mm, time moving backwards yeah it's been so long since i've read the watchmen comic so or seen the movie really any anything with the watchmen it's been years so i'm like i'm trying to recall if if that has any significance and who else can like recreate matter yeah exactly because he fixes the watch he takes the broken watch takes it apart uh, repairs the gear then puts it back together and it works yep yeah uh who else has matter manipulation powers nothing ends adrian (laughs) Adrian Nothing ever ends. <laughs> Actually, no. It's 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 definitely got to be Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on Mars. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, and it's assuming, on Mars. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty on the nose that it was. See, like when I was seeing it, I was like, "Is this Doctor Manhattan, or are they just going to Mars and and then showing this?" Yeah, because you see Earth here. Yeah, you see the Earth. moon, and it goes past Earth and Moon to see the red planet, which 
Mars. Mars. <laughs> but see, the thing is, is like, I was like, this is obviously Manhattan. Like all this stuff is linking to Manhattan. But when mm-hmm. I was reading, it, I was like, I wonder if this is just imagery from the Watchmen that they're trying to push saying like, this is a Watchmen tie-in. Oh, but I see. I see. That, that, like, that, that's where I was coming from. I was like, oh, maybe they're just showing Mars because they know that's obviously a Watchmen like this, thing. This flashpoint is collapsing this DC line with the Watchmen story. Is that what you're saying? I yeah. I mean, that that was one thing that went through my head. But I think like the mm-hmm. easy, more um, the 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 thing that makes the most sense is that Manhattan is involved. Mm-hmm. It's Manhattan. Yeah. Man. Especially since Wally says every second is a gift. Yeah. Yep. And there, there's what a, a great tie-in. Yeah, dude. And there's a part where. Uh, Sorry. Uh, there's going to be a war between hope and despair, love and apathy. Yeah. And Mr. Not love and hate. Love yeah, and apathy. apathy. Dr. Manhattan's like, arguably his only weakest weakness is his apathy. Yeah. Because he knows all, sees all. Yep. Which is interesting because I was, I was reading something online saying that, uh, that you know, uh, if, if he understands time as we know it and he's, you know, everything in time happened, that has happened, will happen, it is happening, all happened in the same moment. Like mm-hmm. everything is, everything's already written. Yeah. And Dr. Manhattan might only be doing what he's doing to get to the end game, which could at the end of the day being hit, be him losing mm-hmm. just because that's how time, he knows that's how time works. So he's literally just following the the steps laid the out instructions, in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the instructions of time because that's what, that's what's written. That's what he happens. knows he's going to lose, yeah. but he's following it because that's what, that's, you know, what but time do said. you think Dr. Manhattan is the one who's outside of time, stealing the years away? Possibly. 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 Because it seems like he can. he's the only one who can do that right yeah, now. As far as we know. Mm. As far as we know. Yeah. Very interesting. The moment with uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary was really... Um, yeah. I just love that the direction that everything's going in is like... I feel like uh, the New 52 is heavily criticized, uh, aside from the Batman... Batman Bat Fam line mm-hmm. uh, is heavily criticized for being a, a bit more, a bit more. The word isn't even dark. It's just not focusing on, on the same like sort of heart. Yeah. That uh, that the DC universe used to focus I on, agree. and I feel like this is bringing that heart back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> for sure. And what better way wait, to do what, it with what the kind Flash? of heart? You well, think? like you see what they're doing. Uh, the thing I'm, I'm pointing out is like uh, you see Mira and Aquaman's relationship. You're they're they're focusing on the love these characters have for each other. Yeah. And the one thing that they were like Green Arrow and Black Canary are acting like they don't even know each other. Yeah. The distance. Yeah. Yes. And even in <clears throat> in the New Fifty Two, even uh, 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 Grayson and uh, Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon mm-hmm. uh, weren't really like they they touched on like their relationship stuff and multiple issues. I didn't read the New Batgirl stuff, and I know they were doing something. Uh, in there, but like uh, they they did, were already like broken up mm-hmm. when uh, when that had all begun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what were you gonna say? No, no. Go ahead. So, what's the deal with Superman? What's going on there? Yeah, he's hella bearded. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna try to explain this as much as I can, but I I'm gonna I'm coming from a place of complete ignorance here, mm-hmm. only from what I've heard. Yeah. So, so what's happening so far in Rebirth is that, is that he's missing. Okay, so somebody is inevitably going to correct me in the comments because I know I've, I've got my facts screwed up here. So mm-hmm. we definitely need to look this up. I, I totally forgot about that plot point but because uh, I haven't had time to read the new Superman comics. But from what I understand, there is two Superman in 
this on this earth. Okay. This Superman. In this timeline. Yeah, this time. Well, this Superman is from another Earth. Okay. This Superman is or uh, another Earth, another timeline. It's he's from the pre New Fifty Two. Gotcha. He's from pre New Fifty Two. The Superman that's missing is New Fifty Two Superman, who I think in the last issue gave his life uh, for something again. So like, that I, that multiple Joker thing could be New Fifty Two Joker, pre New Fifty Two Joker, and current Joker. Yeah. Yep. I mean, from that the pictures, that's like, what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, that's what I got there, too. I'm gonna, like, but uh, how did this Superman get here, then? I don't 100% know, um, and I think that we need to do a little research okay. on that. And he's, like, staying under the radar right now? It yeah. Seems that way. So, yeah, basically it's... Because he says, we have since came... We have, since we came to this parallel world from ours, everything's been different enough. But mm-hmm. some events are repeating. Yeah. Doomsday killed you on our world. Now the Superman here dies too. Lois said that mm-hmm. to this Superman. Yeah. So that's that's what's really interesting. And it seems like there's a lot. I don't know if this is something we can just look up right now and have the answer to. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of those things that maybe we'll try to do some research and then come back uh, in the next episode. And, and Wait, going so to- is this Lois from? Yeah. This I think this his entire family here is from pre New Fifty Two world, okay, or pre New Fifty Two or another Earth. I'm not sure. It's one of yeah. those two. And so I'm, this Superman has already died once fighting Doomsday, yes, and this he came is, back. This is the Superman that fought Doomsday. Yeah. Gotcha. So uh, this is the Superman that fought Doomsday, and then this is his son, uh, John. Uh, John, and then he's going to be in the Super Sons comic with Damien. Mm-hmm. So, which That's I am actually cool. really excited about. I don't really, I've already said like multiple times, I'm not a huge fan of Damien, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I love his redesigned costume. Like, yeah, his costume looks sick. Yeah, straight League of Assassins ninja, like yeah. coolest Robin costume I've ever seen. Yeah, that, it's got to hands down be my favorite. He's got the crazy like armored, uh, mm-hmm. armored legs and armored uh, gauntlets. gauntlets with mm-hmm. the, with the like flowy cape and the long, I, I don't know, it, it looks even his, his, even his hair looks his badass. hair looks great <laughs> yeah he he i don't know i might i'm gonna i'm gonna read that comic just because i feel like it's going to be awesome and i really yeah. like the design choices they're making with damien so mm-hmm. uh on the topic of costumes everyone's costumes look so can awesome you show, can you show the camera real quick can we can you also yeah get i'm a, gonna get yeah. an insert uh but all the costumes are like so cool all the costumes. I I, I love Batgirl's costume. I, I like spe- the boots. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I like Wonder Woman's costume a lot. Wonder Woman. This is my favorite. Every time they go this look with Wonder Woman, where she has the the little like, it's more of a Greek kilted skirt type thing, mm-hmm. as opposed to being like a one piece bikini. It looks like she's actually wearing like an armored top with. She looks more like a Greek warrior and less like mm-hmm. a, a, a swimsuit model, and I really, really like that. I love, I love. One thing that I noticed, and I pointed this out to you guys, like comic books have the have a very bad habit of over sexualizing female characters. Mm-hmm. I think this is you know no mystery <laughs> that like over exaggerate the breasts. Like they're usually wearing like it's really like so outfits. so unproportionate to exactly. how humans are. <laughs> they they'll go in the and the draw. suit is like skin tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's skin type for the male characters, too. But, it like, is. the char- male characters look like they have armor on. The female characters mm-hmm. look like they have 
like a bikini. But at on. least for the men, they're not exposed. Yeah, they're not exposed, yeah. and the fabric looks like it at least conforms to the laws of physics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, what I love about this, about the rebirth costumes, is every single character. Uh, like I, I'm not like even Starfire, who was criticized for having like. A crazy oversexualized costume. Yeah, her costume's not that is, bad at all, dude. Yeah, it's like it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I love it. It, it. Like all the costumes, they're practical. They look like they're wearing armor. They look like they're wearing stuff that could protect them, and I mm-hmm. love that. Who's this chick? You know who that is? That's Batwoman. That's Batwoman. Yeah, that's Batwoman. Dude, she looks like a badass. Yeah, Batwoman. Does she like always look like that? Like, is that always her color scheme? Uh, that's always her co- color scheme. Her costume looks like it's it's changed a bit. This costume is the one that I'm so yeah. stoked for. Uh, Wally West's new costume. I actually don't even know what Wally West's new suit. Like, I haven't. Does anybody know what Wally West's new superhero name is? He can't be Kid Flash anymore because this Wally is looks like Kid Flash. Your boy. Both your boys are. There's Kid two Wallys. Yeah, I know, and right? I guess they're cousins. cousins. Dude, I love how they explain that. To yeah, me too. Me too. So Iris you has like, two like, brothers. Yep. Basically. That's crazy. Fashion cry. Uh see, the green, see multiple Green Lanterns. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have a new female Green Lantern where she looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh New Superman looks awesome. Yes. Uh New Superman, if you're not familiar, is the uh Superman who is going to be from China. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know if he's from China. It's Chinese, I, I think. Um, Chinese, Chinese American. Yeah, Chinese, Chinese American. One of the two. I'm not really sure what a whole a bunch of the details are yet, but I love his costume design. Yeah, mm-hmm. like with the red and the black with the hint of gold. Like, oh man, yeah, so sick, super cool. Uh, what a like time Nightwing's to be costume? alive. You like his boots? I do like Nightwing's costume. Um, I wish I could see more of it. Yeah, I do like Nightwing's costume. Uh, yeah, you I see mean, your boy Red Hood in yeah. the corner right there. Oh yeah! Thank God they brought the jacket that back. Jacket. So <laughs> so happy they did that. Yeah, I like is Harley's that, new costume that? though. Who? I'll be honest, I'm not sure who that is. At first, I thought that was Grayson, but then I saw Nightwing. I'm like, nope, that can't be him. I mean, maybe it could be actually with all these timelines. But possibly. But I don't know I if that's what Grayson that's looks like. That's like in the bottom left corner. So he's in the bottom left corner. He's wearing a yellow shirt. He's standing right next to Wally. I can't tell who that is either. Uh, there's Etrigan right there. He looks exactly the same as he usually looks. Uh, I like Deathstroke's redesign. Yeah. He looks great. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. Is this Constantine? Yeah, uh, that is Constantine, yeah. That is. is that Red Robin? Yeah, Red Robin looks really interesting because he looks just like Robin except yeah. two R's on his yeah. chest instead of just one. And I'm like... I like that double R. Me too. Yeah. Interesting. Your girl Harley, though. Yeah, dude. Harley looks great. Finally. Finally. Like... Harley is is one of those characters who is like it it makes sense to her character to wear something a little bit more outlandish mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I'm so glad they dialed it back and like still have her colors but now she's wearing like she's got a tactical belt she's yeah. got tactical knee pads tactical mm-hmm. boots and she's wearing a bit more her attire makes more sense to who she is mm-hmm. which now, I think is really cool because Green Arrow I feel looks, like she's growing into more of her own character now yeah yeah agreed yeah, which is cool. Which I guess helps set up the new Harley, rumored Harley movie. Yeah, true. Yeah, that. yeah. I I'm glad. I'm glad because like when human characters don't wear tactical gear or like protective gear, it it always bugs me because they could get shot or stabbed or mm-hmm. hit with a bat and then die, you know. Uh, so Looks I like, like it when they have a little bit more of a. You know what, your boy Green Arrow's redesign. It's pretty cool. Reminiscent of the show. Looks now. just like the show. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think I still like a new 52 Green Arrow design. I think this design will grow on us. I think they're trying to make it, you know, fit. Does he have a beard? Did they bring the beard back? For who? Green Arrow. It looks like he has a beard. It looks like he has a goatee in that, but I mean. Yeah, because in his part in issue one, if you flip back, Mm -hmm. he has a beard. Pretty sure this is, but this is like I think this is uh, still New Fifty Two Green Arrow. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, is this the death of Superman right here? Yeah, okay. this is Supergirl, Steel. right? That's Supergirl. Yeah. Then who's the other Supergirl? Where looking girl in the ensemble? In the costume. Yeah, in the costumes. Because the that Supergirl doesn't have a skirt, and the other one does. Okay, so this what we're looking at. Every everyone that we've seen there is mm-hmm. is not rebirth. Is not in their rebirth outfits. This is still like these. Most of these characters are still dressed and like designed how they are in the uh, New Fifty Two. Okay, so I don't think they've gotten their rebirth costumes just yet. Gotcha. They're still rebirthing themselves. Except for Batman, he has his rebirth costume. Yeah, true. So, so this is like a, just an ensemble picture of all yeah, the yeah. characters so this far. This is the this is they called this when when I saw this online they said this is the cast photo or cast artwork for Rebirth. Rebirth. Gotcha. Okay. Young young. Honestly, I think that I'm really really excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to start reading uh more more consistently for all this now. Um, Red Hood is going to have a, a Superboy and Wonder Girl as his uh, as his team now. That's great. What happened That's to Arsenal? Be cool. I'm not sure what happened. I don't see him anywhere on here. Yeah, Red Hood looks great. Uh, so yeah, I'm really stoked about uh, about where this is all going. I think all the characters look mm-hmm. amazing. I mean, dude, yeah. I really want to see the Flash movie represent. Or visualize the Speed Force yeah. as how they do the way they did in this comic, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so insane and like and i feel like with Zack snyder style in justice league we're gonna kind of get that feel because you kind of get that feel in that moment in batman v superman where the flash just jumps back into the bat cave yeah yeah i'm excited my thing my thing that i really hope that they do and with batman versus superman the style looked cool but it was so and I know it was just supposed to be like an Easter egg moment, but it was so hard to hear. It mm-hmm. was so hard to see what was going on because there was just so much happening. Yeah. Where I hope like even if there is a lot happening. Because that it was it's out still... of context. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we were trying to figure everything out as it was happening. And it just like, kind of popped up and we're like, what? Yeah. What the heck uh, yeah. is happening? Yeah, we, but were, at least... we were supposed to be as confused as Batman. Yeah. So I imagine in the Flash movie and in Justice League, if we ever see that happening, it'll be a lot clearer mm-hmm. because there will be context and it'll be explained. And we'll kind of be Hopefully seeing it in explained. the perspective of a flash it it makes it made me really happy to see wally but then it also made me sad because i know that we're not getting wally in live action in this like this is not the wally we're seeing on tv yeah mm-hmm. you know like the wally we're seeing on the tv show is a lot more angsty and mm-hmm. and uh i feel like he's going to be maybe he'll change yeah i mean like this because this wally is like fun and charismatic and, and jokes and I think the moment that was one of the moments that I really loved from this was seeing the Flash just be the Flash and go and like he goes and saves a bunch of people. Then he goes and brings them all brings pizza. Them all pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. So Flash. Flash is quickly rising up to he's always been one of my favorites, but like rising up more and more becoming like really one of my favorites. I just love everything about these characters. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. 
Yeah. So, um, does you guys have anything else left to say about? No, really. No? Yeah, I think overall we just have a lot of. Uh, When's the second one coming out? Issue I two. Not don't sure. know. It has all the release dates for the separate con- the separate issues in the back. Yeah, I think like June fifth or fifteenth is the first one. What did you guys think of Batman's costume specifically? Batman's costume? Yeah. I like the new change in... June 8th, Action Comics will be the first one. Okay. With Lex Luthor as the Man of Steel. The gold trim around the logo, it's... Around Batman's logo? Yeah, around Batman's logo. Mm. I like the little change. Me too. It takes some getting used to, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess. I dig it. It's just like a a big splash of color right in the middle there. Yeah. I mean, not a big splash, but a little... A defective Superman clone and outcast Amazon joined Batman's former sidekick, mm-hmm. Red Hood and the Outlaws Rebirth. Batman Rebirth number one, June first. So starting oh, June first. So starting June first, every week from now on, we'll have a new comic come out. Mm-hmm. Till man, September. it's going to be tough. Keeping Superman, up with Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and Batman come out the same day. Are you, are there any that you're specifically you think you're going to read, and there's a couple that you think you won't? Um, I'm definitely going to read Red Hood. Yeah. Uh, no, you're not. You can't read. I'll definitely read the Flash and just look at the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Red Hood, Flash, Nightwing, Justice League. Those are the ones I. Uh, I think I might have to read the Teen Titans one because I really want to see this uh, more of this new Wally, uh, like this new direction they're taking Wally. Yeah. So Titans mm-hmm. number one. Um, Titans number one also has Nightwing in it. So yep. like this is like seems like the perfect book for me. Wally and cool. Nightwing and and. <laughs> and uh, Arsenal slash Red Arrow. Arsenal, and it looks like, uh, is that Raven in the back there? Yeah, that's Raven. Looks like Raven. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, Dap. Yeah, I, I don't know about if I'll read Teen Titans, but I think Super Sons is on my list too. Uh, it's just, there's going to be so many. It's going to be hard to keep up with all yeah. of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot. So, cool. Guys, what did you think of DC Rebirth? Uh, what's your opinion on... What's to come? Do you guys like the costume redesigns? Do you like uh, the direction they're taking the book in? Um, have you read it? Have you not read it? Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, let's talk about X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse. Spoilers for X-Men Apocalypse moving forward. It's a spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. So we just saw X-Men Apocalypse. We're going to have mm-hmm. a discussion review, how we usually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah. this, this is a... An interesting movie to discuss about because there's so many differing opinions. Yeah, I feel like especially with table. you, Noel. Yep. Yes, yeah, all three of us have a different opinion of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is my second time seeing it. This is their first time. So how do you? I, feel? I will say that my second time seeing it, I I didn't love it as much as the first time I saw it, but I still love the movie. I'm extremely biased, you guys. I'm a really, really big X-Men fan. Like, the way these guys are with Batman animated series, that's how I was with X-Men. So, no matter what, I was going to love this movie. Just like, no matter what, you guys were going to love Batman versus Superman. Um, It had its flaws. But for me, I think they got Apocalypse perfect. I could have done with a little bit more development at the beginning. But his presence was felt. And more than a character, Apocalypse has always been a presence. He's always been the one to reveal weakness or reveal strength, and that's like his sole purpose. Um, and his powers, dude, were terrifying. Like without a hesitation, he turned people into dust. Yeah, like that's true. What he put a person into a wall. Yep. What? 
I will say the representation of mutants' powers in this movie are probably the best out of all the other X-Men movies. Yeah. The way we see their powers done. Mm -hmm. And it's freaking awesome. So do you consider this X-Men in your top three favorite X-Men movies? Top three favorite X-Men movies, yes. Not the first, but top three. Along with what? Deadpool's number one. Yeah, actually, uh, a couple people wanted us to rank this in our pantheon of of X-Men movies, what we like and dislike the best. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, number one is Deadpool. Number two would probably be X-Men Apocalypse. And then number three would be First Class. Wow. First Class, like, here's the thing. First Class, in my opinion, was probably a better movie from mm-hmm. beginning to end. It was probably the, uh, a really coherent story. Everything, everyone got their justice. But for me, Apocalypse was the X-Men movie I've been wanting to see for a really long time. How so? Um, that, that's my favorite X-Men villain. Uh, I wanted Mr. Sinister to be in it because he's a badass too. But yeah. a- Apocalypse is my favorite villain. The 80s just is one of my favorite decades in terms of costume and hair. So that was just really fun to see. Yeah. I feel like they underutilize the 80s though. Like that's my problem is like. How do they underutilize the 80s? Star Wars references. Your boy Quicksilver was literally literally running to sweet dreams. Uh, that was the two. Angel, angels had the four horsemen by Metallica playing while yeah. he was turning into a horseman. Like. That is true, but those are just small moments in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, like, it didn't subtle. feel like like if you uh, didn't watch the entire movie in its whole, but just picked out certain scenes and clips, like you wouldn't be able to tell that was in the eighties. Fair enough. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't. There was like small things like Nightcrawler. Like some of their costumes were like really eighties, like Nightcrawler and and. Um, mm-hmm. That thriller uh, jacket, though. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Nightcrawler so looks over the top. He's just like, all right, well, I'm just going to... I look weird. I'm just going to commit to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nightcrawler's look in uh, X2, though, yeah. was probably my favorite. I would agree. I like, Dude, that shot of Nightcrawler teleporting. Yes. Oh, oh my God. So, I love that so much. So like sick. I said, the representation, the visualization of the powers in this yeah. movie are so cool. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I wish, like, because you guys know, like, uh, I've, I've, I think I've said it on the podcast before, like, the 80s, I feel like I was supposed to be born in the 80s. I yeah. love 80s music. <laughs> yeah. I love the or 80s Or at least trends. grew up in the 80s. Yeah, I love everything I wonder if your 80s. opinion will be the same if you actually were born in the 80s. Yeah. And grew up in it. See, like, that's the thing. Yeah, I want to, if we were going to see the 80s, I want to see, like, I wanted to see more 80s. Like, that's I didn't fair. really yeah. get enough 80s from... From anything that was going on. I wonder if you like the 80s because of the novelty, because you live in this time, rather than living in the 80s and wanting something else. I love I love the 80s because my parents grew up in the 80s, mm-hmm. and like that is the decade that they aligned with the most. Mm-hmm. And so when I was growing up, <clears throat> they would always watch like 80s movies or listen to 80s music. So like I was... <clears throat> like there were bands that people were like, oh, have you heard of this band that came out in the nineties? Like, no, because my parents always just when we were in the car, we listen and listen to the radio. It was yeah. always just the eighties stations or eighties mm-hmm. CDs and and uh, and yeah. uh, cassettes and stuff like that. So uh, it was always like that sort of thing. So see, I was I never was really into the nineties music scene. Yeah, because yeah. I knew all sixties and seventies music. Yeah, I yeah. When I was growing up, it was like all fifties and sixties music. My dad was a huge Elvis fan. You guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so that I mean, so yeah, that's high bar. But that like that that's why I like I wanted more eighties stuff because I love that. So did you feel like you got more sixties stuff from first class and seventies stuff from Days of Future Past? In ter- in comparison to the eighty stuff that you got from Apocalypse, I feel like it was utilized a bit more. I mean, like for First Class, they definitely pushed the sixties, the point that it was the sixties, 
yeah, that's true. because they included like 60s, like the, the missile crisis mm-hmm. and everything. Exactly. And just the feel of first class was really different from Days of Future Past and I would Apocalypse. Agree. I would definitely And agree. that's one thing that I was talking to you about too was that I wasn't a big fan of the look mm-hmm. of the these two latest Days movies and First Class was my favorite just because, I don't know, the way it was shot, the visual style, the editing and the... The cinematography all mm-hmm. felt like it was a more, um, I don't know, grounded. 90s, early 2000s. I know that you you specifically used that that description. It was like, yeah. So this movie, I the one issue, and at first I didn't realize why I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Was that the feel, the style of this movie felt like an a late 90s movie or an early 2000s movie? Okay, like Brian Singer's. It felt like a filmmaking. Michael Bay x-men movie <laughs> kind of it felt like a s- scream style movie like yeah. that you know that style in the yeah in no, the early 2000s the way that movies are shot and edited and the lines and how they're delivered yeah i know exactly what you're talking even about. though michael fassbender's performance was insanely Dude, good michael fassbender his performance was the oh man they struck mm-hmm. gold with fassbender he is such a good actor yeah dude yeah. but uh so what i was so what i mean by that kind of dated style of filmmaking is that Certain scenes, like when it cuts to a new scene, it'll start on uh, an angle or a certain shot that's pretty... Like, if you really analyze movies, which, you know, granted, this is a comic book movie, you shouldn't yeah. analyze it too much. But still, that's fine. Uh, just take it for what it is. Yeah. But, like, it, it, there are techniques that, you, that was used that you only see in a dated style of filmmaking. Okay. And it's considered cheesy now. Yeah, they might have done it on purpose for the... Yeah, that's what, that's what Noel was saying. So yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of get it. But then if that was the point, then they should commit all the way. See, like, I feel like the me, me saying, oh, uh, I feel like they underutilized the 80s is not really a flaw with the movie. It's just more of a personal per- No, for sure. But yeah. I have heard more people say that they, they felt like the 80s decade was underutilized because that's such a... Uh, a a standout decade, so, like yeah, it's such so a standout, different everybody, from everything else. Yeah, it was such a standout decade, and uh, and I feel like they could have done more with it. But uh, I did enjoy the movie. Uh, I did not, I did not love it. It was not like the end all be all X Men movie for mm-hmm. me. Um, I didn't like it like how I liked First Class. Okay. Yeah, I didn't dislike it at all though. How I would rank the films? Did you already rank them all? I ranked my top three. I didn't rank all of them. Do you want me to rank all of them? Rank all of them. Yeah, we already know what they all. We already we ranked them earlier, so yeah. we already know what our top picks are. So, did you do this? Maybe <laughs> you idiots <laughs> with the Z. Oh, was that like your way of checking yeah. it off? Okay. Anyway, uh, the two worst are Last Stand and X Men Origins Wolverine. I like to ignore those movies, so I'm not even going to rank them. <laughs> <laughs> but then for me, it goes X Men, the first one. Nah, no, it would go the Wolverine, then X Men. This is going from worst to best. Yeah, worst to best. I'm sorry. Not so, worst to best, but from the one you your did, least, favorite. least favorite to favorite. Yes. Yeah. So the Wolverine, X Men, mm-hmm. X Two, Days of Future Past, First Class, Apocalypse, Deadpool. Mm. So Deadpool. And is according one. to according to online sources, because we were we were not counting Deadpool in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, a lot of people are saying it counts in the yeah. in the catalog of X Men movies. Yep. There were X Men in it, so yeah, yeah. we're Definitely. counting it. You don't have to count it if you don't want to in your favorites, mm-hmm. but uh, we're gonna count it just because 
it's it's definitely. I mean, there there are still X Men. Just like Suicide Squad is going to be like in the Batman universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so here's an interesting thing. At the time, the first X Men and X Two were really good, but if you watch X Men, the first one now, it definitely doesn't hold up because it's really dated. Yeah. Yeah. So sixteen years old, but granted, it was made sixteen years ago in that time where that was the style of filmmaking. Mm -hmm. And it was revolutionary. Yeah, exactly. But now, what I mean is, like, Brian Singer did the same thing with Apocalypse, but we've had 16 years of, you know, storytelling and film advancement. That's fair. That's totally fair. It should progress with the times. Yeah, definitely. So how do you rank them? So my rank would be from least favorite to favorite. I didn't like X-Men Origins Wolverine. uh, So in my opinion, that was bottom of my list. Then... I did not like uh, The Last Stand, so that's, I mean, I feel like the only reason, <laughs> those two are interchangeable, I, I just yeah. like them both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, so those two, I, after those two, I basically enjoyed everything else. Yeah, same here. So first it would go at the bottom of the list, probably X-Men, no. <laughs> yeah, X-Men, The Wolverine, followed by... I'm going to say Apocalypse, mm-hmm. First Class, X2, am I missing something right now? X2, then Days of Future Past, Days of Future Past then Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool, in my opinion, was yeah, yeah. hands down the best. So if you don't count that, Days of Future Past was my favorite X-Men movie, yeah. just because it was everything I wanted in an X-Men movie. We had all the old guys that I loved. Uh, all the new guys that I loved, and they were all in the same movie. Wolverine was the was the character bridging the gap, mm-hmm. and I, Wolverine's was you know is my favorite yeah. in that uh, catalog of characters, mm-hmm. and it linked together all my old favorites, all my new favorites. You got uh, all, like old Professor X and new Professor X talking face to face. Yeah, words. yeah, right? like all of them in the same movie, dude. They um, were like, I thought we were done with this franchise, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they came back. Yeah, they came back in the clutch so okay yeah. what about you jared uh last stand and origins are at the bottom he hasn't seen origins by the way yeah, but I he knows that origins. it's bad <laughs> so not fair to rank them but just leave them at the bottom yeah as is uh Can next I, up what i'm sorry i just wanted to cut you off really really quick sorry sorry um i just wanted to say i watched the scene from x-men origins with deadpool again and while it is cool it is so ridiculous in like the worst way yes like mm-hmm. he jumps up at one point and like the terrible wire work and that does this like weird spin with one knee in the air and he's just like yeah <laughs> and spins and i was just like that looks bad yeah. <laughs> and i'm like that's probably like the best we could get at the time but after seeing the new deadpool movie i'm just like oh yeah yeah no that's not as good as i remember so like because that was like the standout moment of the movie was wade wilson yeah like personality wise it was but action was just like bad <laughs> yeah i mean it wasn't bad it was still good but like comparing it to comparing the yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i'm sorry i just wanted to make that quick aside go ahead yeah so uh next up would probably be the first x-men movie mm-hmm. not saying that it was bad it's just everything else just got better over time yeah. which is a good totally. thing totally yeah. yeah so x-men then uh wolverine then apocalypse then okay look at me when you say that <laughs> apocalypse <laughs> uh days of future past X2, no, 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 Days of Future Past, uh, First Class, First Class, no, yes, First Class, Deadpool, 
X2. Okay, so you like X2, X2 more? X2 is the best. Yes. Okay. Deadpool most. is awesome, and I love it, but even though it's an X-Men movie... Yeah, it's definitely it, a Deadpool movie. It's a Deadpool movie. That's fair. And we're ranking X-Men movies. That's fair. Yeah, X2 is really, really good. Yeah, X, X2 is, is tough. For the longest time, I went back and forth between X2 and Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that set me over with Days of Future Past is I was just expecting it to be bad, and it was like I went in the movie... I went <clears throat> in like... I didn't watch any of the trailers, didn't really know what to expect. And when mm-hmm. I went in, yes. I was just the whole time mm-hmm. I was like, <gasps> Yeah. Like yeah. I was That's so exactly I was so I was. excited as things were happening. I'd be like, you didn't like Days of Future Past, it's totally fine. I just mm-hmm. I went in the movie, I was not expecting it to be I think that's why I love Winter Soldier so much too. Is like yeah, I, like, I saw the movie before and I was like, I like First Class, but I didn't love First Class like you did. Mm-hmm. So when I saw Days of Future Past, I was like, I did not expect this to be, I, I did not expect myself to love this yeah. as I much as I did. I didn't see any of the trailers either, so I was I was super caught off guard. Like seeing, like the, specifically the very beginning, that, that future fight, and you see freaking all these people die, you're like, they killed Whoa. Iceman in the beginning? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> And the Sentinels, dude. Yeah, Come on, they, Sentinels. They were rough. Yeah. Big, that I mean, rough. they definitely underutilized your boy Peter Dinky. Yeah, uh, he did. Peter Dinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they totally yeah, underused. Dude, t- Tyrion Lannister and, and Sansa Stark are hella in, hella in X-Men now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and tell me why Sansa Stark is like so unbelievably, so overpowered in X-Men is like the antithesis of her character in, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in right? Game of like Thrones. Like she's only crying in Game of Thrones. And she's like so helpless yeah. in Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, okay, so we were talking about this yesterday. I really like... Uh, Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Me too. And I, I believe her more than I believe Jennifer Bam. Lawrence as um, Mystique. Mystique. Right? Yeah, I would completely. I still concur. don't like Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. Yeah, you guys, you guys do not like Jennifer Lawrence. I have absolutely. I like Jennifer Lawrence. I, I mean, I mean, sorry, Jennifer Lawrence as, as Mystique. Mystique. I apologize. Mm-hmm. We all love Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, no, I don't dislike Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. You just dislike Mystique being like. At the forefront, I just don't like Mystique being a good guy. I mean, I ever my entire like, and I know she's like a she's like a bad guy. She's a good guy. She's a bad guy. She's a good guy. She's a bad guy. She keeps going back and forth, flip, flippy floppy. <laughs> um, but I always imagined her as like a bad character, as a character who is leading a a, a villain. Yeah, she's a villainous character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't think that these movies are about the turn of her turning evil? Like, I feel do you don't like, think that she'll eventually turn evil? Uh, you know... They're saying the next the next X-Men movie will take place in the 90s. I feel like... I think my problem is I just don't... <laughs> I just don't really care to see her redemption arc. I care to see Magneto's. Yes. I don't care to see Mystique's. And I don't think it's... I, I don't think it's for any other reason that I just don't really just care character. for Mystique as a character like I care for... Uh, a character like Magneto. That's fair. Uh, and I just imagine, like, I, I wonder if there could they could have put another character in Mystique's place and then have have it have worked out. You know, like, yeah. what if Jennifer Lawrence was a character like Emma Frost or something, like, from the very beginning? Or or Sabretooth. I feel like hmm. Sabretooth would have been... Hmm. I don't know. My biggest I problem... Know. Or have Magneto's kids. Yeah. <laughs> My biggest problem with, with this movie... That is is more of a problem in this one than it was for Days of Future Past. Is like I did not buy that this was twenty years in the future from. Yeah, that's my only problem was no one aged. No <laughs> one aged at all, and I'm just although like, when it did the flashbacks at first class, I was like, oh, I forgot how young they were in that movie. But still, it doesn't look twenty years. <laughs> it doesn't look twenty years. <laughs> yeah, it only looks years. like a few years ago. Yeah, which it was. Yeah. yeah. So I wish they aged them up a little bit more. Gray in the hair. 
uh, could like they, have they, face, put, they, they put a little gray in Xavier's hair. There should have been more. Yeah, it was not enough. Like mm-hmm. if they're okay, so if their faces still looked young, at least they should have made their. I don't know. I, did, didn't you feel like Bruce Wayne had aged immensely? Absolutely. When you saw the dark from the Dark Knight to Dark Knight Rises, yeah, it felt like that. He mm-hmm. felt a lot older. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Twenty years passed in this, and they uh, didn't look like they aged at all. But thirty years passed in Star Wars, and they are hella old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just one of those things. So, like again, that's a nitpick, but it definitely took but, me but out of the also, movie. But also, let's look at people like Jared Leto and and, and Pharrell who don't age, who True. are vampires, that's but not they're not. <laughs> that every you're telling me every single one of those characters is they're a vampire. <laughs> okay, <laughs> jeez. I'm just they don't saying, have I know, healing I'm just, factors. I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate to be a dick. <laughs> I'm just saying for the next for the next movie, if they're gonna do another X Men movie, please, for, for the love of God, like make their hair gray, mm-hmm. add some wrinkles. You don't need to like, cr- you know, throw on crazy prosthetics or anything. But like, call the guy who did the makeup for the Godfather. And yeah. Just subtly add just a little bit of makeup, a little bit of uh, of hair color to. I mean, you can't really do that with Xavier anymore, but like add a little hair color to Magneto and just like give make them look 20 or 30 years older. I think we can all agree that Wolverine's cameo was sick. Yeah, yes. that was. The only <laughs> thing better was Quicksilver's. Yeah, scene. his that was, his sequence. That that shot, that whole. Dude, Wolverine, I loved the tie-in to that. Like yeah. it was such a sweet cuz that that moment Pretty kind of happens in X in the first X Men and the X Men Two where you see him like go on a rage. Yeah, and dude, like, and that action like he's just yes messing fools up. <laughs> slashes claws, you see blood. Just see blood, guys. Yeah. Like holy crap, <laughs> dude. Oh, the okay. You mentioned to us that the gore and the violence in this movie was unexpectedly high. Yeah, and like, I, was I was like, like how? How's that thirteen? What? Yeah. How's that possible? Come on, it's an X Men movie. Yeah, like thirteen. Like you see, but the very beginning. With uh, Apocalypse and um, yeah. his his four horsemen. Like, mm-hmm. what? That guy got crushed like into a ball yeah. and tossed aside. Yeah, it was wasn't insane. even like blurred out in the background. It he was got right there. <laughs> into garbage and thrown away. It's like, what? And, and then f- the rocks yeah, just falling on like, people? Oh, God. That was amazing. <laughs> rocks are just crushing people. Right? And, and then, then when he came back, the pe- like the people's heads, those yeah. guys' heads just yeah, this- fell right off. <sighs> Oscar Isaac killed it as uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, his performance was yeah. great. I was watching an interview with him. He was saying that, you know, with Apocalypse, you're, you're not really playing a character. You're very much playing concepts. And like he okay. and he's like, it's 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 interesting because you're playing a God character. You're not you're not even playing a man. You're playing a God. You're playing mm-hmm. ideas. I was see, like, That's so here's the thing. Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse is awesome, mm-hmm. but I wanted to see more of Apocalypse when he was discovering that he was the first mutant with powers. Gotcha. Like that I, been I really wanted that uh, just a couple of scenes with that backstory, yeah, so that we could connect to what he's doing now. I, the 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 like title sequence of like going through the pyramid, like all the weird things of time, and then going to the mm-hmm. X Men title. I wish that thing would have been before the Ensaba Nur sequence, and we would have seen like. Apocalypse is like come to that point. You yeah. Know I mean? Yeah. Like okay. time lapse in that. Yeah, I can see that. Cause that. I just needed, cause so just far. a little bit more. I needed a little bit more. Yeah. Some people were complaining that Apocalypse had no motives or whatever, or it just didn't make sense that he would just want to clean the world. Mm-hmm. That made sense. It's kind of what he wanted to do. It was kind of what he was doing before. Yeah. Yeah. What he was doing before, but why did he start in the first place? Like he, he said it, but I don't buy he it. He believes he's a god. He believes this is his world. And mm-hmm. then by. By focusing very, on everything else. Yeah, at the very else. beginning, mm-hmm. you hear James McAvoy as Xavier narrating. He's like, if you give a man all the power in the world, he will feel entitled to rule, or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> I can uh, see that. 
but I think audiences might have they could have done a better job. Yeah, or connected more message. if you have a couple of quick scenes or flashbacks to when Apophis Agreed. was first uh, was the first mutant, and mm-hmm. it would tie in the entire story or the themes of the X Men universe mm-hmm. where the normal humans in Egypt they were in Egypt, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cairo, uh, and they were like he was being discriminated against because he was weird and mm-hmm. no, you're from totally. everyone else. Yeah, so then like. Even thousands of years later, it would be understandable. I feel like that, that'd be the same movie. theme. Yeah, yeah, that would be a, a good movie on its own, just to see Apocalypse's rise to power. That would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because then you can see mutants. the injustice against them, and you can see why he hates normal humans and people weaker than him now. Why mm-hmm. he believes in strength, or how he he. Yeah. See, at least then, mentality. just a couple of flashbacks of that before the movie started, or like the rest yeah. of the plot goes That's on. Fair. No, I, t- I I don't disagree at all. What did you guys think of those costumes at the end? Dude, Dude. some of the best X-Men costumes ever. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Finally, a step Dude. in the right direction. And like this movie, I told you guys this before, but this movie made me care about a character that I haven't ever cared about, including the cartoons, including the comic <laughs> books, and that's Scott Summers as Cyclops. Like, yeah. I felt for him so hard in this movie. I didn't realize that his brother was just gonna die right there. Yeah, <laughs> that was insane. Like, what? I, I was sitting in the theater and I was like, so when is he coming back? Like, is Gene gonna lift up the rubble or something? Yeah. I yeah. was like, oh, wait, wait. no, they killed him. Yeah. yeah. Cut to the next scene. He's like, oh, I, well, he's actually dead. Damn, he hella died. But he, he died a hero. He did die yeah. a hero. Freaking Quicksilver, the real MVP. Everyone Saving would be dead. A, yeah, everyone. He saved an entire school. What a badass. Dude, and that just plays it off like, oh, whatever. Yeah, if you think <laughs> about it, like, Quicksilver's, Quicksilver in this movie was so integral that if he wasn't there, the entire, like, basically Quicksilver saved the world. Yeah, basically. <laughs> By saving all those mutants, he saved the world. Because also, True. uh, if he didn't save Gene and, and all them, then they wouldn't have been able to... Defeat Apocalypse? S- well, they wouldn't have been able to save Quicksilver and everyone who was captured and release true. Wolverine. Yeah, So it's that. like Quicksilver, single-handedly. Also, Mystique couldn't have gotten to Magneto Yeah, mm-hmm. to talk to him out of this Destroying whole Destroying the world? Yeah. yeah. And talk him out of, you know, destroying the world. <laughs> Which, by the way, Magneto's powers. Dude. Holy crap. Yeah, he is a power. Like, people don't realize how powerful Magneto is. He is one of the most powerful mutants in the X-Men yep. universe. He can he can destroy the world if he really, truly he can. wanted to. I thought w- that scene at Auschwitz, mm-hmm. that he was putting his hand down and gonna move the Earth's magnetic core. Yeah. Like, That would have been... I, I, I don't know how... Magneto... I assume can do that if he tries hard enough. If he tries hard enough. At his peak strength, yeah. Yeah, at his peak strength. Like, literally move a planet's core. It's all metal. Mm -hmm. It is all metal. Nickel. Yeah. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Isn't there, there, like, there's traces of metal in most rock, right? I mean, a lot of rock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, technically. all humans. Yeah, so... The part that was, uh, I still remember that sweet part in X Men Two when he, uh, they gave him, they gave the security guard like some something like iron, yeah, yeah. with a lot he of heavy iron. iron content into it, <laughs> and then he just like, <laughs> and, like pulled, dude, that's pulled got the iron hurt. out of his body, yeah. like, oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> it probably feels like your body's on fire. Yeah, yeah it does. For, forget Ooh. why X Two is so good, <laughs> so good. Uh, I really liked how uh, some of the scenes mirrored what happened. Me in too. The original trilogy. There, the, the, there was a scene at the end where Xavier and Magneto are talking, and like that conversation. If you watch the very last X Men movie where he's taking him into the the plastic prison, like that conversation is almost identical. 
Yes. Like that's so cool. To me. And he called Nearest him, he day. said, good luck professor. To me, that was such a sweet moment because I don't think he ever acknowledged him as a professor before. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Didn't he, didn't Magneto also say that in X2? He may have, I'm not sure. Two or one? I don't Where remember. As uh, Charles was turning to leave and after they uh, checkmate on the um, Oh, maybe he did. The chess I'll, game. I'll have to check. As <laughs> Xavier was leaving, he says, goodbye, old friend. Goodbye, and the old prison friend. door closes. Yep. And uh, he says, good luck, professor, or whatever. Good luck, professor. Dude, and then that cameo with Wolverine and Gene, the yes. same exact thing. It's like I gave him, I gave him some memories that he that he didn't have or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah. my god! But that whole like sequence of him or yeah. her taking off the thing and touching his face. Wolverine is getting pretty old, man. Yeah. Yep. Yes, he is. Hugh Jackman's definitely aging. Uh, in his days. Apparently, in another version of the script, uh, Wolverine played a little bit bigger of a part, and he kind of came in to take control. But they were like, now this kind of stomps on, like. Mystique's character completely, so we're gonna take that out. So I kind of liked that. Mm, I probably would prefer Wolverine, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I like Wolverine. That's <laughs> probably another reason why I love Days of Future Past so much. Uh, yeah, um, Mystique's costume at the end. Finally, finally, yeah. finally, she has a costume. costume. <laughs> they all have costumes. Finally, it looks yeah. great. Mm-hmm. We should um we should wrap up X Men and then jump to kind of funny live too, so we can have a quick combo about that. Let's cool. do it. Uh, Final any final thoughts on X Men? Uh, I liked it. Wish the style was a bit different. Yeah, but still cool. Still cool. I loved it, and uh, the post 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 credits scene. Okay, is going to be set up. Cool stuff, Mister H- Mister Sinister. That'll be cool. Uh, I liked it. Uh, it definitely wasn't my favorite, but I didn't dislike it um, at all. I do have like my. I do have a couple like issues with it, but they're nothing. It's nothing major. That's like you know, catechis- cataclysmically ruins the movie. Yeah, uh, it is this fun X Men movie, and it was a, a super powerful villain. I liked it. Yeah. Hell yeah! So uh, over the weekend, we were at Kind of Funny Live too, which uh, if you guys are familiar with our friends over at Kind of Funny, um, if you're not, uh, go check out their channel. Subscribe. They're hilarious dudes. They uh, have a gaming and and uh lifestyle podcasts uh so they have a gaming channel and a and a sort of like fun lifestyle main channel mm-hmm. where they do a fun uh, a lot of fun stuff and um i've actually been on a couple of their shows and mm-hmm. uh they invited us out to san francisco, to san francisco for uh Your their boy, greg miller and tim gettys yeah Hell greg yeah. miller and tim gettys nick scarpino mm-hmm. and colin moriarty and let's not forget kevin coelho of course so um let him host. <laughs> so yeah, we went to we went to this event and it was a blast. It so was much fun, dude. The best. Yeah. So <laughs> we announced a new project there. Uh, uh, Tim was was super cool. Me and him have been been talking for uh, since he started planning kind of funny live too. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we want. I want. To, me and him have been working on this project since November. Uh, we've been talking about it back and forth. Uh, for a while now, and we've been planning it, and uh, we're planning it with a, a couple other really, really, really amazingly talented people, and uh, so we've been working on this project since November, and uh, Tim was convinced that he wanted to uh, release a small teaser trailer at the uh, at the press conference at Kind of Funny Live, too, so we announced uh, a new video. We won't be announcing it for uh, a month or so. But well, we got uh, some good reception. Got yeah, good reception. people went crazy yes. for it. Yeah. The yeah. reaction was exactly what we were looking for. My heart was pounding the Mine whole time. Mine was too. I, yeah. And I technically had nothing to do with this video, <laughs> and I was nervous as shit. <laughs> I was I was behind 
like because I went on stage, I announced it, I walked off stage, and then I was like backstage and I was just like listening. Yeah. And I was just trying to figure out like what was all going on because I couldn't see anybody. Yeah. yeah. So um yeah, it seemed it seemed like people got really excited about it and mm-hmm. that was freaking awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. We got to go and like meet a bunch of people who uh, are fans of our work or yep. just like supporters. I have, I have a couple mm-hmm. Patreon backers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some people uh, I didn't I know, expect that at all. Yeah, a lot of people we knew. Yeah. I talked to Mario. He uh, he. Hell yeah, uh, Mario! Listens to the podcast, so shout out to you, Mario. What's up, yeah, Mario? Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was such a fun experience. So amazing! It was a it was like an actual stage show. So it wasn't just, it wasn't like a convention. It wasn't like yeah. there weren't panels or anything. It was it was a show, a performance yeah. that they had put on for all their fans. And mm-hmm. if you were caught up with their content, it was it was. So hilarious, so charming. It was you like could, half show, half concert. Mm-hmm. Everyone was yeah. standing, pushing up to the stage. Yep. Yeah. A lot of energy. Oh, yeah. Man, you could tell how much work and love and passion these guys invested mm-hmm. into this. And oh, it was yeah. such an amazing experience for us to be there and hashtag to be a part goals. of it. Hashtag <laughs> uh, Yeah, hashtag goals. <laughs> and it was such a uh, an amazing experience getting to see all that and see how crazy and excited the kind of funny fans are. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just like I said it a million times over the weekend, but I just feel so lucky that we're we're also being welcomed to that yes. same community, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's very flattering and it's very uh, fun because it's it uh, to be able to kind of mix we our luck, two we can look up to those guys, man. Yeah, oh, absolutely, man. <laughs> we're absolutely. all best friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's you- it feels different than a convention. Yes, very much so. It feels like a giant hangout. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was. I thought it was set up like a convention because, oh, this is your first time ever seeing anything like this, right? Because yeah, you didn't see anything from last year's nope, kind of funny live. I did not. I, I had no idea what to expect. So. It was fun, though. It was so <laughs> cool. It was it was, it was it was a show. It was a half concert, half stand-up. Freaking <laughs> Cisco was there. Yeah, Cisco your boy up. Cisco yeah. came out during someone lip-syncing the thong song, and then Cisco came out with two dancers like, what? Everyone went nuts. Dude, Tone I, Deaf was there. He's yeah, awesome. Tone Deaf is awesome. Grindcraft opened. Yeah, Grindcraft, yo. Deep. Bro, I'm <laughs> like, I we walked in, and you know, uh, you guys were talking to some people, and I was standing there, and I looked over, and I see the stage. As people were starting to come in, I see a DJ up front. I was like, who is that? And I looked closer. I was like, is that Grimecraft? Yeah. And I'm hearing the songs like, this is Grimecraft songs. Dude, your what? boys got Grimecraft to open for their show. Like, what? <laughs> and Cisco to close for their show, essentially. Yeah. Like, Cisco came out and sang the Pokemon theme song or like yeah. lip sang to the... So, uh, like, what a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> to the Pokemon what a time. That was just like amazing. <laughs> we got a chance to hang out with a lot of amazing people. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Met a couple of really awesome people who work at IGN. Uh, hung out with... Uh, got to catch up with Brian Altano. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him since we shot up at noon a few years ago. Brian Boitano. Yep. <laughs> Brian Boitano. <laughs> um... Uh, we hang. hung out with uh, Alfredo, yeah, uh, Alfredo Diaz. Uh, check him out; he's Alfredo plays on mm-hmm. Twitch. Alfredo's uh, him awesome. And, and Jackie, they're both awesome. Uh, yeah, amazing. Love you guys. People. Yep, love you guys. Hearts, hearts. Um, but yeah, just it was it was uh, uh, an exhausting but fun experience. Also, side note: some of the, I had some of the best sushi I've ever had. <laughs> some of the best nigiri I've ever had. Yeah, we had some You're really right. good food while we were out there. Dude. San Francisco rules. Yep. Yeah. What a city. Yeah. If you haven't been to San Francisco, go to San Francisco. So overall, would you <laughs> say you had a, had a really fun birthday? Yeah, absolutely. It was this was one of the best birthdays I think I ever had yeah, because it's your after, birthday weekend. Yeah, yeah, after the show, us and uh, and a bunch of like awesome people uh, 
some people who are fans of our work, and then mm-hmm. some people like uh, some like uh, colleagues. Um, we all just went out and we we grabbed some drinks. We hung out with had uh, a blast. Yeah, hung mm-hmm. out with our friends uh, Julie and Alex, who work with the Fine Brothers, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was just. So much fun, and we were just hanging out with some really, really uh, awesome, intelligent, mm-hmm. passionate people, and like-minded folks. Yeah, and your boy and Sean Finnegan too. Your boy yeah, Sean, Sean Finnegan. Finnegan. Hell yeah, uh, Sean. We had some like uh, fun, intense debates about movies. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did intense debates. <laughs> yeah, we're actually talking about collaborating with Sean Finnegan on uh, on a project and yeah. getting him mm-hmm. maybe to uh, direct one of our things. So. Uh, that'd be sick. Yeah, Sean's a Sean's a really talented and awesome person, so mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, it was it was a great birthday. It was a, an awesome time. Um, By the way, congratulations, Kevin. Yes, and yeah. Congratulations, oh my God, Kevin. Yeah. The closing of the show. He uh, he proposed to his girlfriend, and it was such a beautiful moment, dude. I teared yeah. up for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> my I was heart. <laughs> my heart. As soon as you see him come out, they're like. Because they, I think they try to, to play it off. of the year. They, yeah, they were like, Paula, Paula's his, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. now fiance. Uh, they were like, Paula, come out here and and, uh, and help us present this award. Present this award to Kevin for uh, employee of the year. Kevin comes out in like a full suit and you're just like, oh my God, it's, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. And Something's happening. And then you're just, I, I remember being up there like, oh man, he's coming out in a suit. Paula's up there. I was like, please propose, Kevin. Please, please, please. <laughs> Your boy came through. And then he, he proposed. And she said and yes. She said yes. <laughs> and it was so touching and amazing because we love Kevin. Yeah, I the entire crowd yet. went wild. Everyone went wild. Balloons came down. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Kevin, uh, uh, Kevin, Tim crowd surfed and then shot money guns. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? What's happening? Dude, by the way, when Cisco came out, I went to the bathroom yeah. just before then uh, because I was like, you know what? Uh, you know, people were just singing like a show was going on. Now, now might be a good time to go to the bathroom real quick and then come back because there's no announcement. Yeah. So I came back and when I walked in, I looked at the stage like, what is going on? Cisco's and I see Cisco. Enter the Twilight Zone? Yeah, right? It's like, what is happening? Cisco's flipping around doing doing handstands and it's like, is this real life? What did I walk into? <laughs> so much fun, so much charm. And Colin rapped. Colin rapped. That was awesome. <laughs> Unexpected. <laughs> Wow. Colin so is cool. an awesome dude. Yeah, man. I love Colin, yeah. dude. Yes. You guys, if you guys aren't a fan of Kind of Funny, if you have no idea what we're talking about, you have no idea what any of this is, <laughs> It's it was, and it, these guys are, are, are performers. These oh, guys yeah. can mm-hmm. put on a show, and they did. And, uh, and They've been in the game for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're good at it, and mm-hmm. they're going to continue. Like, they finally got an office. They have everything. Yeah, one it's of just the like exploding mm-hmm. for them. Congratulations, you guys. Yeah, they finally it. got a studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh yeah, it was it was I think the thing that was crazy for me is just walking up and seeing how many people were coming up to us asking for pictures, asking to, yeah, I was, to sign I was something like, just to talk and like people who knew who we were prior to mm-hmm. the event mm-hmm. and that was insane. That, that was very I was like when we were walking into like the rehearsal and like there were people lined up, people were recognizing us. I was like, I wasn't expecting this at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. This isn't even our thing. Yeah, I remember uh, just like standing around walking around the floor and then uh just like just hanging out walking around and then people just like it's my, like it's uh walk walk by and like holy shit it's you and i'm like huh <laughs> what did i do i'm what sorry what i do did <laughs> i offend you and do i owe you money they're like oh can i get a picture and we were just like frack yeah you can get a picture <laughs> and uh i just uh, you know a big thank you to uh to greg and and kind of funny cuz mm-hmm. um uh because 
Greg initially invited me on Up at Noon to Pimp Nightwing, mm-hmm. and that... That was only two years ago. That was only two years ago, but we exploded after that. Like, yep. we got so much exposure after that, and then after I went on the Game of Greggy show, it, yeah, it happened again, it, like, gets our brand out there to a lot of people who mm-hmm. never knew we existed prior, and it's like, so we owe... Greg and kind of funny uh, and and Tim and Colin and Nick and, and Kevin and mm-hmm. and uh, and Portillo all these guys and Portillo, and Portillo like, yes. so much uh, so for for helping us grow and they it's funny they're they're so humble they don't even realize that that they have done a lot of yeah. us. and so they're awesome uh, guys we appreciate them and mm-hmm. and um, yeah uh, really is just advertisement to go and check out kind of funny's work they're just awesome guys and it's they the have best. a really bright future ahead of them yes they do for mm-hmm. shout so. Any last notes on Kind of Funny Live 2? Um, Can't wait till next year. Yeah, yeah same. It's gonna, they're going to up their game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They need to get Chance the Rapper. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, on that note, thank you guys for tuning in to another exciting episode of Hawk Talk. If it wasn't that exciting, I apologize. I don't know how exciting we can get by just talking and sitting down. <laughs> sitting down and talking for an hour. <laughs> we, need to, we need to get suspended somehow. Just yeah, like have a- just float. Just be doing like having a fight scene while how Hawk Talk is going on. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching. If you're watching, and um, if you like the show, please support us over on Patreon. You guys know how much it helps. I, I talk about it every episode. Uh, check out our t-shirts. Uh, help support us by picking one of those up. Buy one for you. Buy one for your friends. Buy one for your family. Uh, buy one for. Apparently, there was a homeless guy wearing a Nightwing t-shirt. At Anime Expo, my brother's one of my brother's roommates was at Anime Expo and was wearing a Nightwing the Series shirt and saw another guy wearing a Nightwing the Series shirt and became <laughs> best friends automatically. Awesome. So, uh, and then someone didn't you say you saw a yeah, homeless uh, yeah. guy M- wearing M- a? G- me and Jeremy went back to the hotel room really quick. We were on the way back to the to the uh, show. Yeah. I guess you can call it the, the ballroom. Yeah, ballroom. Yeah, and uh, we and Jeremy could have sworn they saw a homeless guy walk by with a with a Nightwing shirt on. Yeah, he was he just passed us real quickly, and I saw his shirt, our Nightwing logo. I was like, did I just see this? <laughs> That's huh. awesome. Double take. I don't know what that means. Interesting, but uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thanks again for tuning in, guys. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Danny Lechef. Noel is at Noel Chef. Jeremy is at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. And Tony's not here, but he is. Uh, at walk on Tony. So or, uh, Tony has been here the entire time. He's just been uh, a lot quieter than usual. Yeah. He's uh, in the speed force. He's trying to contact us. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Rip that All right, we guys. can't remember him. We love you. Bye. <laughs>